Welcome to the Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life podcast. Covering the most essential areas of personal development for ultimate success. Your health, wealth, and happiness. Your host, Natalie Bailey, the confident entrepreneur. Natalie is a confidence coach, property developer, and bright red-haired fitness fanatic who is going to take you on a journey to confidently create a more inclusive, more successful, and fulfilled life. Get listening, take action, and unleash your inner confidence. Good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> I hope you're all well. Um, welcome to the Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life birthday party. Woo! Um, if you do want to come up and speak or ask any questions as we go along, please make sure that you just raise your hand. Um, I'm really, really interactive, so I would love to hear from you. So please do feel free to ask any questions. Raise your hand. You can come on the stage and share any tips and tricks that you've got. Um, of course, no, um, <laughs> with me, my my tech is failing me with um, my Zoom microphone not working. So this is going to be an interesting um, uh, experience for us. So welcome, 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 welcome. Hello, Keely. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Happy birthday, is it? Two, what, do we say 200? Two, 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 two years today. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we're just over 100 episodes now. So today just wanted to do like a kind of birthday party, share some confidence building tips, see if people have got any questions or they'd like to share any um, any tips that they've got as well. If there's anything that they would like help with, please do feel free to raise your hand as well. So I am recording this for the podcast, so make sure that you drop your names in um, as well so that we can share, share with the world because we are in, what did I count the other day? Nearly 60 countries now, which is very, very exciting. So it is global. We are in the top 2.5% of um, all of the podcasts in the world, which is also a massive achievement. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens and who subscribes. Um, and before we get going, um, does anybody want to come up and say hello and introduce themselves? And while they're here, please do feel free to do that. And make sure you follow everybody as well. Um, Helen is coming to say hello as well. So, hi, Helen. Hi, Natalie. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you very much for joining us. How are you doing? Oh, it's lovely to see you. And a huge congratulations for um, all those achievements with the podcast and everything. It's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. So, yeah. So, um, just to introduce myself for people who don't know me, I'm Helen. I'm the leader of the Female Business Revolution. And what I do is I work with female entrepreneurs who are looking to um, create that, well, I say true income. A lot of people would say dream income, but I say true income. And the reason why I say that is because that is the income that we dreamt about. That was what was inside us before we got conditioning and we got society brainwashing us. So what I do is I get women back to that position where they're thinking about that dream income or true income, and then I help them to create it by using the power of their intuition. And it's absolutely magic, produces phenomenal results, and it gives you big leaps forward in your business that you wouldn't get if you were just doing things going the logical way. So that's basically what I'm all about. 
Amazing. Your work is incredible. You've also been a guest on the podcast as well. So feel free to, for everybody else listening, to go and check out that episode with Helen. She has massively increased her confidence of what she does as well through through lots of work. She attended our retreat last year, um, which is was amazing. Um, so again, thank you very much. Don't forget, if you do want to ask any questions as you go, put your hands up. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and share a few confidence building tips um, for everybody listening. So everybody seems to think that this this confidence thing is so hard. Um, but actually, confidence is, is not something you, you have or you attain or you achieve. It's just a habit. It's something that you master through practice. It's something that you get better at like the more you do anything the better you get at it so for example public speaking I used to be absolutely terrible but I'm sure I'm pretty good now <laughs> well the feedback I get is, is good and I really enjoy it now as well whereas in the very beginning because it was new it wasn't something that I was that confident of doing but the more that we practice the more you get used to feeling uncomfortable the more confidence you're going to to build in yourself and everything that you do. So my first tip then is to get used to feeling uncomfortable. It's something that is really uncomfortable, but the more that you can step into that, into that power and allow yourself to feel those feelings, um, the more you're going to be able to use it to be able to do things like attending trainings and listening to podcasts and then putting those things into action. So people often do a course or they read a book, they listen to a podcast. And I'm sure you're guilty of this. I've done this as well. And they're not implemented and um, what has been taught or what has been learned. But that's not the way to increase your confidence or to get results. So make sure you are taking action on those things that you learn. So this allows you to step up and be a better the better person that you you know that you're meant to be inside it's about letting it out now if you really are nervous and you're worried about things that is okay i think that you should allow yourself to be fearful because it means that you care and when you care about something you put more effort into it and it means that you will want to attain better results because it means something to you. And it's important to have things that matter to you in your life. So doing these things when you're scared, it's okay to feel that. Remember, when you are nervous, um, you, ha you have the same physiological reactions as when you're excited. So you tell yourself to use that fear as excitement and, and then smile. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? <laughs> Smile. Put your head up, your shoulders back. And I say this a lot and I repeat this a lot because I want it to go into, into your subconscious so that you are just subconsciously and with habit, putting your head up, smiling, shoulders back. It's like that power pose. It makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel confident. Imagine being in a room um, full of people and you've got your head down and you're looking at the floor but you really want to go and speak to people. If you put your power pose on, you put that position in, you instantly feel better. So if you're listening at home, um, I'm sure you are. <laughs> and even if you're on the go, try that now, like literally stand up. Um, I know, I know I'm very interactive, um, but stand up and put your head down, cross your arms and really embody that and think, how does this pose make me feel? 
that's not a nice feeling, is it? But when you stand up and you smile and you put your shoulders back, you instantly feel a massive boost of confidence. So that is a quick trick to turn you around from feeling nervous and fearful into into having confidence. Now, this is a great way to just flip the switch. Um, but the more that you can repeat these things, it becomes a habit. As I was saying earlier, confidence is a habit. So it's something that you can grow on, you can keep doing, and you can start small and then build things up. You imagine doing something scary for the very, very first time. If it's, I'm going to use public speaking as an example again, um, because it's a great one. Imagine your very first public speech being to 5,000 people. Now that might absolutely terrify you with all of those thoughts and feelings and you, you might not be the best that you could possibly be. Now, however, if you start by doing some videos and you start in a small group, a small room, and you slowly build up, by the time that you've practiced and practiced and practiced and you get in front of a bigger crowd, you're going to have much more confidence in your abilities because you're going to have practiced and you're going to have improved. So there are a few tips from me. I do have some more for you, but I would definitely like to hear from anybody else in the room. I mean, if they've got some tips that they would like to share, because this is all about people. It's all about sharing your story, sharing your journey and helping each other because we truly are better together. So if anybody would like to share, please un unmute yourself. Keely. Hi, Natalie. Yeah, um, thanks for that. That was really good stuff. And um, I, yeah, I reiterate all of your points as well. The smiling and standing up, like you say, has definitely become some subconscious for me in that you do you definitely notice doing that physiological side that your mental side just feels so much better but um yeah I was gonna Brilliant. say that for me confidence used to be I used to I think you were talking about this in the when you were talking about training and what you take on board and how you put things into action and having had a um because, again, I'm thinking about public speaking and all those kind of things that I used to do in a corporate environment. I was always very externally focused in terms of feedback. So my confidence was led by others in terms of, um, you know, saying, oh, you did a great presentation there or, you know, or me knowing that I knew loads of information. And, and that's just... It was kind of, um, I don't want to call it fake confidence, but what I've learned through not being in that environment for a few years now is that my actual pure confidence comes from knowing who I am, being comfortable with who I am, and like you say, daring to just be out there and not influenced by the external status that used to be the thing that I, I valued my confidence, I valued my you know, my contribution on, I guess, which, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one for me having stepped away from that because now I, I know you, you're a big um, believer of this too, but I don't really, I really don't mind what other people think of me anymore. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I used to be a real people pleaser and I'm just, the confidence is what's got me to all those kind of, you know, feeling really comfortable in who I am now. And it might not necessarily be confidence in terms of, you know, I can be a bit of an omnivert in that sometimes if I'm in a room full of people, 
who I know, then I'm, you know, confident and I'll go and say hello to everyone. But there are times when I'm just not in that place and, you know, I'm, I'm nervous and I'm walking into a networking meeting or something and, you know, but I still have that inner confidence in me to turn up and before I guess I wouldn't have had that. I love that. That's showing up, isn't it? It makes a huge difference because you could have just decided to hide away because you're not feeling it. And I think it's okay to have those moments or those days where, you know, you're not feeling as confident as maybe you are at another time. But knowing that you have that in you makes a huge change. And it allows you to, to be able to step back into it and tap into what is already there inside you. Um, Keely, do you mind if I ask, what was the, the shift for you that allowed you to uh, basically love who you are? Do you know, um, just a little background, I know you know a lot of my background, Natalie, but um, for anyone here who's listening who, um, of course, doesn't necessarily know me, um, yeah, I... I had a real period of having to acknowledge um, a massive change in myself. So I had a car accident um, that led to a brain injury uh, with some long-lasting results around energy, speaking, word-finding. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say it was an easy journey of getting to that in that I I spent a lot of time grieving, you know, who I used to be because I used to be the most confident presenter. And then I was at the point where, for example, today, might not sound like it today because I've rested ready for this podcast, but, you know, I can have, as you know, I can have days when I... You know, I get up and I really struggle to find words and I, you know, struggle to get my brain to quicken up and all those kind of things. And going through the worst bit of realising that it made me feel terrible and grieving what I used to be able to do, on the plus side, I've learned to have to accept certain things. And I'm, I say that as have to, and even now I'm thinking that's such a, a negative way of thinking about it and that's how I was a few years mm. ago and now I'm I'm just really really grateful that I've had that chance to go do you know what we're all good at certain things we've all got strengths we've all got weaknesses we've all you know got people who we spend our time with who make us feel good about ourselves and and also and I know this is something that's close to your heart, Natalie, you know, we all can help each other. And, sure. yeah, I just think I found this space um, of great people who, you know, Clubhouse has been a big part of it, actually, for me, in terms of having that confidence and just being surrounded by people who, you know, accept you for you. Mm -hmm. And it sounds ridiculously... Um, you know, um, new worldy, but it it's so true. It's so true. I've literally been from the really not dealing with any of the change to myself at all in terms of really thinking I'll never present again. I won't be able to stand up in public again. I won't be able to, well, I can't go back to my old job again and things like that, which I can't. But what that's done is you know, put me in a different path altogether, which has made me actually the more, most confident I've ever been. 
that's amazing. It is fantastic. I love that. Um, and you're absolutely right about, you know, the, the people you surround yourself with, which is something else I wanted to talk about and why I like to do things so interactively and, you know, actually talk to people because your network helps you to level up, provided that you are spending time with the right people. And I think noticing <laughs> who gives you the right energy and who ends up draining it makes a huge difference in in the way that you see yourself and and setting you know like setting boundaries and allowing yourself to be deserving of confidence of a, a, a network that helps you to level up and that you can help as well that's a huge thing in something that helps you to increase your confidence is to help others like, why would you not want to to make the world a better place and help others as well? Because you do that, I do that. We all we all grow together. So I think that's that's beautiful. Um, and you know, finding the positive in something that's really been quite a, quite had quite a negative impact to be able to turn it around and think, well, actually, you know, you're you're on a, you're on a different path to one that you thought you were, but now maybe this is a better one. It's allowed you to slow down and see life in a different way and I think that that's really really lovely so thank you for sharing that Keely um if anybody else is listening I've seen we've got Lisa Scott Andrew in the room as well if you do want to come and share any tips that you have for building confidence please do thank you very much for being on our podcast party um just raise your hand if you've got anything you'd like to share um or if you've got a top tip your biggest top tip for um, increasing your confidence, please do feel free to share that as well. Helen, have you got anything you'd like to share? So, um, thank you, Natalie. So, I'll just do um, a basic, but you were saying about um, standing up and um, smiling and looking confident. Um, I just want to add a couple of other things to that as well. So, um, when you're feeling co- when, when you're feeling scary, what you don't want is for the foot of you. So, um, there's a saying that Tony Robbins says, and he says, kill the monster while it's little. So, that means before that nasty feeling takes a hold, start doing things. So, I always have um, a list of different things to do to sort of break that mood straight away so one of them could be like um, putting the music on and doing a funny dance or watching a funny YouTube clip or running around the block or doing something to um, change the energy that normally works for me pretty well and then um, the other one was uh, when you're thinking of something that you really really want you know just think you're capable of getting it Every, at the end of the day, we're creating our world either consciously or subconsciously. And the more we get used to being conscious of what we're doing and how we're feeling, um, the better it gets. Because um, what was that thing? Yeah, if, you're, if your feeling starts going down, just be conscious of it and bring it back up. Because if you're spending more of the days being in a higher vibe, you get what you want to quicker. That's what I found. Oh, definitely. It makes a huge difference. I like that. It's um, it's almost like refinding your momentum when you've lost it. Like, you know, you, you've decided to do something and then the, the feelings left you. How do you get into that mood of wanting to do that? I remember doing a video on this uh, many years ago um, on the beach in Mallorca. Um, and one of the things I like to do is spin around like a child just like spin and spin and spin because it's funny um but also like it makes you smile it makes you laugh you get a little bit dizzy and then you just kind of carry on like you know as as if you're a kid i think it's important to, to, to come back to that actually um 
reminding yourself of what it's like to have fun um, and what it's like to be a child. Because we, when we're adults, we've got all of these stresses and worries and responsibilities, and we forget about the happiness part of life. But the happier you can be, the more confidence you're going to have in yourself. So learn to have fun. I think it's so important to have fun, and that's why we teach health, wealth, and happiness. Because if you're not looking after doing things that make you happy, what's what's life? Like, we were... we're we were put here, we weren't put here to work and pay bills. We were put here to explore and to learn and to grow and to to see what's out there and just really, really have fun. So that would be, I think, my biggest thing um, to share is to learn to have fun and remember what it's like to be a child. Um, especially over, you know, the shit show that we've had. People have been awfully depressed and there's been so much higher cases of like, mental health impact that we're not remembering how to have fun so would anybody like to share something that they do to have fun um, and that then gives them confidence so please do feel free Keely great point Natalie um do you know I think about that a lot one oh. of my um one of my doctors said to me as part of um recovery said to me Think of what you were like when you were six or seven. Stop thinking about what you were like four years ago. You know, when I was just talking about the journey of getting to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think I've come full circle. I kind of lost myself in that old world of just, like you say, just work, 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 being, you know, the person that you were expected to be. So I use being a child quite a lot in my head now and I recognise that I was super confident as a child I was massively bubbly and you know all that kind of thing but um, like Helen said one of the major things I do is music before things so even my ringtone and things like that just through the day just things that hit me so I have Lose Yourself Eminem (laughs) I love that song in the gym yeah, you can't. Well, exactly. Can you just mute yourself a second, please? We can hear you tapping. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's one of those songs where you just, you know, it starts and you can't. And and it's, I mean, it's a long, probably 15 years old or something, isn't it, now? Do I need Oh, yeah. But I've never changed it because it's the one that comes on and I'm just like, brilliant. Every time I answer the phone, I feel good. <laughs> a little reminder. I love that. I, that um, that's one for me that like, just gets me going in the gym. I'm like, yes, I'm going to lift heavy today. <laughs> love it. Yeah, you're right. Gym music. I have gym, list, gym playlist for confidence as well. You're right. Because yeah. I think because you get the endorphin release, of course, when you're in the gym and you get that just that good feeling about doing something good for yourself. That's another yeah. thing that is really good for my confidence as well, actually, that I lost for a while because I couldn't do it um, health-wise. But I'm building up again now and I realise how important that is and I know what confidence and strength and all those kind of things are something that you've massively focused on as well. Yeah, amazing. Nice work. Well done. Lisa, welcome to the stage. Thank you for joining us on the podcast birthday. Um, are you 
coming up to share some tips? Are you there or am I just talking? <laughs> no, I'm here. And I do apologise. I was actually mashing my sweets, ready for my oh. roast beef tonight. And you know when you said it, I'm sure I'd put it. I do apologise for that. Um, no worries at all. Welcome. Oh, thank you. It's nice to be here. Um, I was sitting here listening to you guys. And, you know, for me, obviously, in the job that I do as a stylist, what you wear plays a massive part in your confidence because mm -hmm. you know you know that if you wear something you absolutely love you feel great you, you're ready to kind of start the day and your shoulders go back and your head's held high and you feel like you've got this suit of armor on that you can take on everything if you wear something that you look in the mirror and think oh that that neckline doesn't sit straight or you know it clings around my tummy and um, it definitely will make you less confident than if you wear something that you absolutely love and so so for me confidence as well comes from you know what you wear and and the positive mindset that it can create thinking then a bit as well about what you said about you know being the child and what you like doing as a kid, I'd always been around horses, always. Um, and I'm incredibly lucky that my daughter and my son kind of followed that through. So I'm still surrounded by horses. To say it's probably, for me, one of the calming things that allows me to move away and walk away from my business and not worry about it. Because I just go, well, do you know what? I find people can't get hold of me for two hours. Or if I'm away when my daughters, they can't get hold of me it doesn't matter so that it's my only thing I'm walking the dog that allows me to kind of switch off and not think about work and I think that's really important as a person to kind of know what you know allows you to I think then it just builds the confidence that when you come back to what you're blazing because you've had that kind of five ten minute break um so yeah that that was what I wanted to add for you got lovely like that's um that's a great point uh, actually um what what you're wearing but well all of what you said actually what tips would you give for people to make sure that they are feeling confident in what they're wearing so what i would say to anybody is if 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 there's certain garments right in your wardrobe that you bypass so if you open up that wardrobe in the morning and you think i'm going to wear this i'd really like to wear that but i know actually it doesn't suit me or I don't like the colour. When I put it on, it makes me feel quite drained. And this is exactly the same, by the way, for the gentleman as well. Then first of all, I would take it out of your wardrobe because it means that you're never going to wear it because if it's that one garment that you always bypass and you, you avoid, take it out because it will leave that negative mindset. If it's a garment in there as well that it doesn't fit um, because you've either lost weight or put on weight, it's okay, do you know what, but, but just don't have it in that wardrobe because it either makes you think, when I was slimmer, I wore this, or actually, um, now I've lost weight, I still get, can't get back into it because it doesn't fit me right. So I would say definitely go for the right fit. Make sure that you've got structure through the torso. I would look at colours that you wear and make sure that when you look in the mirror, your face is light and bright and clear. Anything that makes you look like you've had a heavy night the night before um, <laughs> or you feel like, you you know, you look like your mum or, or your grandma when you look in the mirror, it's a colour that's not working. It's the one that is drawing the undertones away from you. So I definitely look for the colours and I'd look for the perfect fit. When I talk about the perfect fit, also ignore the size label. It, because the size labels are all out, whether you shop in H&M, Marks and Spencer's, Mango, Zara, whatever, none of them correlate together. 
So use them as a guide, but make sure you go for more about the fit rather than the size label too. Does that help? That is amazing. Thank you very much. Um, and what you're what you're saying about the size there as well, people can get so caught up and, you know, sad because they're not fitting in a certain size. But like you say, they're different in every shop. And if we just did just focus on the actual fit of it rather than what it says on the label, we would all have a much more positive mindset around what we're wearing as well, I think. So thank you very much for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, just honestly ignore them because, you know, you could have a, a top that is a size 8, but because of its cut and its shape, will fit a lady who's a size 16. So just ignore it. Look look more about the shape and the cut and how it's going to suit your body, not your friend's body. So, yeah, I'm going to sit and listen now while I continue to make my most beef. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you very much for sharing. Um, Scott, did you want to come up and share anything um, or ask any questions? Please feel free to... Um, raise your hand or ask yourself um, ask yourself to be a speaker. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> um, I think the other thing with confidence is knowing that you are going to mess up um, and allowing that to happen, um, literally as I have just done, um, because people never know what you're going to say anyway, um, so it's totally okay. And you're a human being and accepting that things might not always go the way that you want them to um, and you know you'll you'll mess things up sometimes that's okay as long as you learn from it as you go um, and not a, a mistake that you repeat is a decision it is not a mistake when you keep repeating that decision so make sure that you are learning from things as you go and keep that keep smiling um something else that we we do and I teach everybody and I make every single one of my clients do this, is to think about and list out 50 of your achievements and things that you have that you're good at, things that you've done in life that make you feel good. Um, and when you when you sit down and you do this task, it can be difficult to begin with. But then like the ideas start flowing out of your brain onto the paper and things correlate to something else and it all comes together really nicely. And then you have just this list of things that you're great at, things you've achieved in your life. And that gives you massive confidence and it starts to help you to look at yourself in a totally different way. And I know Helen's done this with me. Helen, do you want to share how that made you feel when you did that? Yeah, it was amazing. So we had this exercise to do on Natalie's retreat. And um, if you haven't been on one of her retreats, go on one because it is an absolutely life-changing experience so what we did we all sat down and we had to write these 50 things and it, it was taking ages for us to think we were all getting to about nine or ten and we couldn't really think and then natalie started giving us a few prompts she started saying oh you know think about things languages that you've done or music or any any of that sort of stuff and then as soon as that started coming it started flowing and then when we got to the end we we all felt really really good because like well I thought you know I would never be able to write down 50 things I thought I'd be lucky if I get to 20 but the more but the more you push your brain, the more you keep going and you don't give up and um, things do start to flow and when you sit back you can just have a, you can breathe and just be really proud of yourself. It's amazing um, and sharing that as well so 
going through it, reading it out loud and sharing it, um, I saw like a massive difference in everybody that was on that retreat. And thank you for that um, glowing recommendation, Helen. Um, we do actually have another retreat happening in Barbados in September, um, where we'll be going through health, wealth, happiness and, and confidence building. So if anybody listening would like to speak about that, just drop me a line. Um, I'm really, really excited about that. It is the 5th of September. We only have two spaces left, which is super exciting. Um, but yeah, then with this list of achievements, you also have it to look back on for those moments where you feel like you are lacking or you feel like you're not good enough. Because we all have those moments where that self-doubt creeps back in. So if you have this list, you can just whip it back out, read through it again and go, well, actually, no, I am bloody amazing. Um, and again, it gives you that confidence boost. And um, the last thing I want to share um, from from my notes that I wrote down, um, obviously the conversation can go on for as long as you would like to be here, um, is to ask for help. I think it is so underrated asking for help. It does not make you weaker. People have this fear of appearing to be needy or weak, but actually if you're going through something and you need help, just ask for it because it's going to give you a confidence boost once you realize that there are people there who are willing to help you. Um, when you learn from others, you learn faster. Like we, we grow together. We go faster together rather than alone. Um, and eventually you'll get to a place where it just becomes second nature to be able to double check things with people or just know that you're on the right path through asking for help. And since I started to do that, because I used to be massively against training, not not in the gym, but like doing courses, asking for help. And I was I was that person that didn't need any help from anybody. I had it. I was fine. But actually I wasn't. And it wasn't until I realized this and getting help and going through trainings and getting mentors and things like that, it made such a huge difference to everything that I do in life. I'm in such a good place where I now know that I can just call up whoever it is that I need to ask for help and that that will get me to where I want to be faster. And that's been a massive confidence boost for me as well, just knowing to be able to ask the question. Um, and not being afraid to do that. So have the confidence to ask for help and to ask questions. And on that note, if you have any questions, please do put your hand up and ask them because I think it's really, really important. Um, so, Keely, yes, you absolutely can do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I know what you're referring to, but I was just going to say something else. Um, <laughs> do both. Yeah, I'll do both. Uh, sorry, we, we just had a message to each other because I'll share that story first. I wanted okay. to um, share a story, but of course I wanted to check first. You'll, not, you'll understand when I share the story um, around the nature of it with um, Natalie before I shared because we've probably been around each other not an awful long time, maybe a couple of years or something yeah. like that. And not frequently as such, but the first time I met Natalie on the mastermind together, I was, I, I think it was the second time I'd met you. So I knew, you know, who you were and your confidence and things like that. But it was, I remember you coming and showing me some photos of a photo shoot that you'd done. And, and I loved straight away the confidence that you had about that. One, because 
I was amazed that you made a beeline to me the second time, I think it was, that you'd met me. We're in the group together. You were so just warm and welcoming and, you know. And then you're saying, look, you've just got to shrug everything off because that was still two years ago. I was still in that journey of, I guess I still am now, to be fair, of um, acceptance, like I say, and moving on. And you'd done a very tasteful um, naked photo shoot. <laughs> and I remember you saying to me, shall I show you some photos? And me thinking, ooh, <laughs> I'm not sure. That's a bit forward. <laughs> but it was to celebrate something. What was it? What was it? <laughs> it was um, the How to Feel Confident Naked um, uh, podcast. Wow, yeah. I remember, um, obviously at the time I knew that because she was <laughs> it's always I don't picture you naked in my head. I picture that. Oh, all right, sure. <laughs> but it's that. It was that crazy sense of wow. This person really, you know, like you said, it's it wasn't that you were, you know, trying to be some kind of Insta model, you know, showing yourself and wanting loads of likes. It was. I want to show how confident and how happy you can be in yourself. And it was the perfect timing for me to meet you because obviously you've been on my journey and you've really helped. So I wanted to share that and say thank you because <laughs> it's one of my first memories. <laughs> I remember that because I was talking about which one should I share. Is this Because <laughs> I didn't want it to be too sexual because it wasn't about sex. I mean, I've got other episodes on, on sex, but it was about being comfortable, confident in your own skin. And, um, yeah, that's, that was that was fun. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. And then what I was going to say when you asked, does anyone have any questions? Um, yeah. I was going to ask, do you have advice? So, of course, we'd all love to never take on board, you know, something that really is up inside that someone said to us. But there, there are times when, unfortunately, that still happens. Um, any particular advice on dealing with taking something really to heart that someone said? Because maybe they've, you know, they've touched on the point that is your, you know, your weak spot of where you naturally go into reactivity rather than just letting mm-hmm. it go. So basically, to not get triggered by someone's negative comments. Is that have I read that correctly, Keely? Yes, you have. Sorry, I just press the button. Then cool. sorry. <laughs> Um, I had this recently, somebody who is supposedly my friend, um, completely turned around and just shut me down, um, saying I was um, a fraud, I was shit, nothing was going to work, my retreat wasn't going to work, all of this stuff. And I was like, really emotional about it at the time. And then I thought about it a bit. And I'm sharing this because I'm hoping this will help. Um, whilst it hurt, I thought, is that what they really mean? Is that really who I am? Or are they projecting on their insecurities onto me? So I did some work on it and I wrote it all down, what this person said. And I read it and I thought, that's not who I am. That's not my life. That's your insecurities coming out. And then I burnt the paper in the sink. And I just let it go. So I had like a burning ceremony um, and it made a huge difference because it was almost like that fire just let let it just let it go. 
Um, and there will be times when, you know, it'll pop into my head or something someone said and as, as it, as it will. But if you know that you're better than that, and, you know, going back to that list of achievements, drawing on the things that you really are good at, that's going to pull you away from whatever it is that person said. And you have to think about why you think that person said it. Now, you're never going to know for sure why they said it unless they tell you. And even then, they're probably un- unlikely to tell you the whole truth. But often people say things not because it's true, but because they either want to hurt you or because they don't believe in themselves. So if they don't believe in themselves, that doesn't mean that you can't believe in yourself. So I would do what I did, <laughs> do not do as I say, not as I do, do as I say and as I do, um, and get it out of your head. Think about why did they say it? Is that the truth? Probably not. Write it down, burn it, and let, let that motherfucker go. Thank you. Yeah, that's great advice. I, um, I love the burning thing. Actually, that's something I've not thought about for a long time. Um, but I know a lot of people have said that's really a great release of the, yeah, letting it go. That's brilliant. Thank you. I um, My pleasure. <laughs> I hope it, I hope it helps. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it will. And your, what I like about what you just suggested is that, we're still taking it on board, so we're not ignoring it. So it's not one of those things that you've not mentally dealt with. Mm-hmm. Like you talked about writing it down and things. And I think processing it, so it's not processing it to believe that it's right, but processing it at all and then deciding, yeah, no, that's not okay. You know, that wasn't mm-hmm. what, wasn't the thing that they meant by it, for example. I think that's yeah. really, really helpful as well, yeah. Because right. often, as you say, like you, you need to, you, you can't just ignore things, um, because otherwise we'd all just be running away from things forever in life, and that's not the way to to live the most confident life you can. So taking it on board, and that's why I say, you know, is this is this me? Because maybe there is some truth in it. So maybe there's some work for you to do on something that somebody said, but maybe it's just that it's absolute bollocks, and you could just tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> I may not go as far as that, but you've you've been teaching me to be a lot stronger on things like that <laughs> through yeah. our clubhouse rooms together. Twenty in the last one, um, I said something, um, and and I said basically, if you you behave in a certain way, it was like people are just going to think you're an ass. And Anne said, yeah, I agree with you. I might not have said it that way. <laughs> but, yeah, that's true because you are. You say it as you. As you mean it, and I love that. But that's what's that's what's great because that's what attracts people to listen to your podcast, etc. And that's why I really do like listening to the podcast because outside of knowing you, even if I hadn't known you, you know, it, there's there's a real sense of this is me, and you have some great advice, but also you know you're happy to tell people to like you say, go and F themselves and all those kind of things if it's something that is necessary in that way. And I would have generally... Yeah. Sorry, carry on. You you would defend? Did you say you would defend? Uh, No, I said... uh, What was I saying? So that you... Sorry, this is part of the brain injury. (laughs) Remembering where I was. Um, 
I was saying that you, yeah, you really stand up for what you think, but not in a, not allowing other people to have opinions and things way. You're just un, um, what do you call it? Unequivocally yourself. You're just, it's so, the podcast is so good because of the rawness of it being you. And that, I guess that's why you're so successful in terms of the retreats and, you know, the mentoring and everything you do. It's, it, you've, you just have, become that personality which is just fantastic thank you very much um i think that that's an important thing to do just be you and just have the confidence to to say yes to say no to say if something isn't serving you because there's no point in in living life just like hiding in the shadows and not really getting what you want and the enjoyment i think that's why I, i go back to the happiness side of things so often because life's to be enjoyed and I I wouldn't I'm not happy when I'm being suppressed so I'm not going to I'm not going to do it at the detriment to other people of course and as long as you're not hurting anybody but that you know that's okay but open and honest debate is absolutely imperative in life and you know like I have very strong opinions on many things but I'm, I'm open to speaking to other people about them and why they believe what they do. Because otherwise life would be boring if we all agreed, wouldn't it? 100% agree. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining me this evening. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast, thank you very much for listening on the podcast. Um, I'm going to wrap it up there. Has anybody got any anything that they would like to share before we, before we bring this to a close? Um, and I say thank you again. Yes, no. Helen, hi. Yes, so just to say thanks for this room, Natalie. It was really, really good. And everybody do go and check out the retreat in Barbados. It's, it will be absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm super excited about what we've got planned for the next year for the the podcast. So I'm going to be re-interviewing some past guests, see what they're up to now. We've got some new people coming on. Um we're obviously going to keep keep growing and hopefully be in more countries as well. And we have, we have, I can't speak half the time either. Don't know how I'm a public speaker. <laughs> so put your teeth back in, Natalie. Um, we have obviously the Barbados retreat coming up in September. So do get in touch if you would like to speak about that. We only have two spaces left at time of recording. Um, we will be relaunching our online confidence mastermind um, in a few months as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And um, we will also be having our new signature program coming back up. Um, we've done many online confidence coaching courses in the past. So we are making things even more spectacular and we will be having a brand new confidence and um, online confidence courses coming soon as well so i'm really really excited about that and what's coming up in the year for all things confidence so once again thank you very much for joining thank you for listening thank you for subscribing thank you for being in my life because you're all amazing and it just makes me feel so good to see you all grow as well um, and watching your your journeys and your story as well it makes it makes my life better as well to see these things because, as we say, we are better together and I love to see people succeed. So thank you very, very much. I am going to end the podcast recording on my Zoom here. So thank you for listening. I'll see you on the next one. And on that note, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to close the room and I will see you very soon. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with people you think it will help. And stay tuned and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube by searching for Natalie Arabella Bailey. And join the Better Together for Confidence and Mindset Facebook community to improve your confidence, network, and life.